Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> That's how Broden started last week, I think, yeah? Yeah. Welcome. What was wrong with that? Yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to... Uh, nothing. I really enjoyed it. Welcome back, everyone, to the Three Dudes podcast. Over far to my left on the other end of the room, Broden Wonderlick, host number one. Liam Owens in the middle, host number two. Easton Bennett, uh, talking. Host three. Nathan behind the sticks. Ooh. Good to have you guys for another episode. I believe this is episode 71. Which we're getting up there. Once every time I type in the number of the episode, I'm like, man, it's a lot of episodes right there. We're doing it. Seventy one episodes. How are you guys? How's it, how have things been since the last time we've chatted? You know, pretty. So good. this week we're gonna. <laughs> anyway, no, pretty good. You know, yeah. just been working mostly. Went to a wedding Friday night. Love weddings. Yep, absolute favorite time I could have. It's because you love love. I do. I do. You know, the whole room is filled with love and joy and people that know each other and. It's just always a good time. You think that uh, you'd ever be the guy to propose at someone else's wedding? That sounds terrible. Yeah. It's that sounds like idea. a horrible thing. Yeah. yeah. Just steal the spotlight, man. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You've taken now the these people's day and made it about you. Yeah. Don't forget about me today. That's kind of the vibes I get, you know? Yeah. Oh, they're getting married, but don't forget about me. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. Look over here. Broden, you're at the wedding. Yeah, oh, looking all I actually received the coolest chirp ever from somebody. Yeah. So I was dressed in slacks and like a button up shirt and a tie. And some dude came up to me and he goes, you know, you look exactly like a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> <laughs> now that actually I look at because I saw a picture of you, you could pass as one. If you showed up at my door in that get up. Yeah, dude. I, out books. I was laughing so hard. I, di- I didn't have anything to say to that. It was. Yeah. It would have been awesome you. if you were holding a mini Bible in your back pocket. Well, yeah. as a matter of fact. Do you have time? Do you have a, do you have a moment <laughs> to speak about our Lord and Savior? Yeah. Yeah. Jehovah's Witness, yeah. It was a fun wedding, though. Yeah. Congrats, Carly and Spencer. Yep. Love Shouts it. out. Love Shouts it. out. We did a little golf in a day. Went to the simulator. Indoors? Yeah. Good to hear. It's December. Yeah. But there's no snow. Yeah. It actually, you could golf. 100% you could, you could go golfing right now. You could. It wouldn't be very enjoyable. Did I tell you the story about how I went golfing uh, during COVID in Velva? Mm-mm. So me and my dad had COVID and we had like two days left of our quarantine. We were fine. So we're like, ah, let's just drive out to Velva. We'll go golfing there. And uh, we went out there. It was like 34, 35 degrees. So we're in like a jacket and long pants. And I think we four holes in our hands every time you hit the ball. Just hurt so bad. We're like, yeah. okay, let's we're leave. good. So we got a rain check. They gave us a... Give us a free round for future. We still have it. We haven't used it, but yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound very fun. Yeah, it was miserable. So even though there's no snow, would not be a good time. It might be like 57 degrees sometime this week. So yeah, it'll be awesome. We can get out. Good. Yeah. Really good. What did you do this weekend? Uh, what did I do Any this update? weekend? Uh, put up the Christmas stuff. It's always a good time. Uh, putting up the Christmas decor. Um, other than that, I went to the Charles Dickens Christmas Festival. In Garrison? In Garrison. Was it sweet? Did you get a turkey leg? Uh, no, I just filmed the the play, Mr. Scrooge. You guys a fan oh, of yeah, p- plays? No. Mm-mm. No, my mom loves plays. And she'll... You ever been, though? Yeah, a couple times. Okay. I, I do it. I go because I love her. Yeah. And I sit there the entire time and I go, I'm not enjoying myself. Really? Yeah, not, I'm not a big not a big huh. in-person kind of guy. Yeah. Because I feel like it's the same thing with like going to like a, the comedy show. It's like I'm there and I'm like, I feel like I'm supposed to laugh now. Like being forced to. Yeah. Yeah. 
you don't really just go full in, like get yourself involved in the story. Not really. No, I'm usually just like watching these people. Like I'm not, I'm not enjoying the story. I'm watching. <laughs> You're these not sure what they're like, talking about. But yeah. It's like ugh. every time they come out, I go, wow, that's a goofy outfit <laughs> every single time. Yep. And generally, is. I think last time I was at a play was like my own school play in elementary school. Probably. You're probably in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was it the Scrooge play? Um, It was a Christmas type of yeah. thing. Fourth grade, maybe. Yeah. I remember doing, a, I asked my mom this actually a couple of days ago, if I ever was in a play. Actually, it was yesterday when I went to, when I got back from the actual Scrooge play and I said, did I do one in elementary school? And she couldn't remember. But my first experience going to a play was I was playing hockey up in Canada and it was around the Christmas time. And one of my buddies, one of my good buddies, Declan, there was this play going on at the Steinbeck Bible College. And it was called uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Kind of like the movie. Have you yep. guys seen the movie? Okay, great movie. Well, actually, I've never seen the movie. But if it's anything like the play I went to. <laughs> um, and we went there and it was me and three other guys. And uh, we did not want to go. Like, we don't want to go to this goddamn play. Like, then I was thinking go? what you were thinking. Like, because I like him. I'm like, he's my buddy. He wants oh, us to go to this play. Oh, he was saying that. Not yeah, he's like, guys, I really want to go see this play. Let's go see this play. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's crazy, right? <laughs> Which I've learned that that's kind of right up his alley, plays. Um, so we went. Definitely the whole time I was thinking, this is going to suck. Yeah. 15 minutes in, man. I'm in it like it's a movie. Yeah. Edge of my seat. I'm like, this is awesome. George Bailey, the character. Awesome character. At the end, the, uh, what would you call them? Are they actors and actresses on stage or no? Or is that for just movies? I'd call, I don't know what else you'd call them. The I'd talent. Say. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, they, um, if you've never been to that area of Manitoba, it's called the Bible Belt. So very modest, they long jean skirts and everything very covered up. And we all DM'd one of the uh, cast members. Nice. Telling them how good they did. Not one of them responded to us. Ooh. But I suppose they're getting DMs from, from I'm hockey sure players from- that are just coming into the town. And yeah. they're like these goddamn pistons. But yeah, we, we all DM'd them. Um, I think the person I DM'd was Josephine. Never answered me. Hmm. It's depressing. You never know what could Great been. job at the play tonight, Josephine. No answer. I got choked by a girl named Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you this did. Like last weekend or what? Yeah. No, two, this is two years, years ago. ago. Two years ago. I yeah. just got the memory like a month ago, I think. Yeah. Where was this? I almost passed out. At Beaver Sweets. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He said a... Uh, Were you... He said I a said word. the word retard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think <laughs> you did she, tell me yeah. this story. And she's... She wasn't too pleased about it. Yeah, and I she said, so she choked you. Yeah, she tried choking me out. She almost did. Not like with the hands, like was behind him. In rear naked. A, yeah. yeah, rear naked choke. And I'm laughing my ass off because I'm like, Broden will die before he taps yeah, out. 100%, <laughs> 100%. Yeah, 100%. I didn't his, tap. And his face is getting red. He's just like. <laughs> I, 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 I looked at him and I went. <laughs> yeah, he did. He gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, that was so funny. And then I almost passed out. I know I did because after I, I did the little convulsion thing. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, that could have yeah. been bad. She stopped, yeah, which is good. But she, she was she was in it to kill, I think, getting there. She was ready to. Yeah. You know, respect that. You believe yeah. in something, kill for it. Yeah. You stand on your own ground. Just yeah. like Ted You believe Kaczynski. in something, kill for it. Kill yeah. for it, dude. Yeah. I'll kill them <laughs> and you judge. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we had some comments, I think, but I didn't put them in there because I forgot. But we'll read them next week. Um, Alex Sukach, which one? Or he works with me. Yes. He uh, has been commenting the fire emojis on all our Instagram posts. So shout out, Alex. Alex. 
Thanks, man. Um, it's almost starting to feel like it's a bot. And then I click it every time and I look and it's him. So yeah. I'm like, not a bot. Can't be. Because his username is like AVSKMS. And I'm like, this has to be a bot username, right? And then I look every time. Real guy. Hmm. Yeah. Are those all of his initials or what? Do you know? Uh, AVS is his initials. I don't know what the... He's... What's his middle name? Vern? Uh, Vladimirovich. He's from Russia. It's that Vladimirovich? guy. Vladimirovich? Yeah, he's from wow. Russia. <laughs> The fact that you remember that it's Vladimirovich. Yeah, that's pretty like good. That. Not close enough. Well, wow. um, but yeah, shout out Alex. Um, but yeah, this week we're going to be talking about the Roaring Twenties. I love this. You're a fan of the Roaring Twenties? Huh? Yeah. Anything from like 19, yeah, from 1920 to like 1960. I think that was Big like the fan. golden age, man. Would you say that's your favorite decade of the 1900s? Mm, it's between 1920 and 1950, probably. Man, did we, oh my gosh, actually, I got a comment. I remember it. I don't know the guy's name, so I can't give props, but it's on YouTube. Uh, this goes back to the 1920s where we were talking about Einstein being so close to us, right? Like 100 years ago. His comment is just, wait till they find out, wait till they find out about Picasso. When do you think Picasso died? 1987. Like, like 1990? 1973. So you're both over it, but isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Picasso? Yeah. I thought he was like a distant memory. Yeah. I thought he was the one doing the sculptures, making the small dicks out of wood. Or stone, <laughs> Michelangelo. You know? I thought he was way more recent. Really? Yeah. I didn't think he was like super old or nothing. That was on par. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought he was a huge in like 2008. Late, yeah. Like the late 1900s. Really? Uh, I wasn't yeah. buying that. Yeah. No, I would have said 1800s for sure. Wait yeah. till they find out about Picasso. Hmm. Thanks, guy. So you're telling me all, well, what did Picasso do again? Abstract art. Yeah. He started, his art became more and more abstract as he got older because he was. Parkinson's? Uh, no. He's losing Parkin- it. Not Parkinson's. Just shaking. That could actually could make sense. Dementia. I think it was dementia. Yeah. yeah. Dementia is just like you forget things though, right? Or yeah, you're crazy. You, you basically yeah. go kind of crazy. Yeah. Because you get old and you lose your mind and you don't remember yeah. anything. and That's fair. And yeah. then, so if Picasso was abstract and then Van Gogh was more abstract too. I think we could down. be done with that bottle. With the B, yeah. Yeah, we could probably Van Gogh, yeah, he was he was but the one doing the Starry Night. So how old was yeah. he? He was like 1700s. Okay, so see, I feel like Van Gogh and Picasso like hung out. Should have. They probably do now. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Get together, talk about the good old days. Yeah, yeah. in one year. So what did you do? Uh, I was, you know. I was crazy. getting shaky towards the end. Yeah. You were yeah. crazy too. Yeah. I had dementia. Yeah. And I cut off my ear because there's <laughs> yeah. voices in my head. Yeah. They are. There's yeah, people talking the... to me. Other people couldn't hear them. Uh, all right. The roaring twenties. Oh, I was going to say, you just asked Brown what his favorite era was oh, around yeah. there. Sorry. Um, what was yours? Probably whenever, you know, the fallout four soundtrack, whenever that time period was, that was like probably the fifties, like that kind of music. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably yeah. around the fifties. I want to be locked in for forties, fifties. Were you guys fans of like the flappers? Is that what you liked about the twenties, bro? Uh, I just liked the lifestyle, man. Yeah. Like prohibition. Just better. Just simple. Organized crime. Yeah. yeah. Gangs. Yep. Yeah. Big Italian guys sitting in the corner of a restaurant <laughs> back yeah. to the wall. When you, yeah. When you think 1920s, man, you think big Bootlegging. Italian guy sitting with his back against the wall. Yeah, I think shot. a pocket watch. I think it like Al Capone. <laughs> I think checking it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think far too many pinstripes is what I think. Dude. And those hats. Pinstripes go hard. The Peaky Blinders hats, whatever yeah. you call those. Was that the 20s? Maybe. It was right after World War One. Yeah. 
I wonder if that started with paper delivery boys. What? Those hats. Were you I thought the top it was golfers. To oh, yeah. I suppose in Ireland, they probably did that in 1700s. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so post-World War One, the emergence of the lost generation, disillusion, that's a hard word, disillusioned by World War One's devastation, urbanized urbanization trends with more Americans living in cities than in rural areas. So I suppose everyone just started moving to the city, man. They, they, let's get this going. Yeah, Things they were, were done being farmers. That's crazy. That's crazy. I wonder how that worked. <laughs> Why did they stop being farmers? I'm sure they didn't, but... You ever farmed? No. It's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be itching to move to the cities. Be like, man. I know, I know quite a few farmers. Yeah, and they work hard. Yeah, they do. And it just doesn't seem like it's fun, you know? Maybe they, it's relaxing. I'm sure it has its silver linings, yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. Most things do. You're doing the Lord's work, man. Giving food to the... To everyone. Yeah. Did you know Bismarck is trying to put in a CO2 pipeline? Why? Uh, So they... I don't... You shouldn't ask me that because I don't know. <laughs> and I can't even give you a good answer. But basically, they're trying to put it right next to Bismarck about... I want to say it's five miles away. And it's a 24-inch pipe with 2200 uh, PSI. That is pressure. Yeah. And if it would explode, it would kill a lot of Bismarck, like any leak or anything. Oh, it's fine. I'm willing to sacrifice Bismarck. Well, there's a big, there's a big, uh, there's a big movement right now that they're trying to. So it's called Move CO2, and they're moving it, and they want to move it to Minot. So, mm, yeah, not cool with that anymore. Yeah, this is getting less cool for us. <laughs> I think yeah. do it. Put it, put it in yeah. the bad part of town. Yeah, there we, just, just run, just yeah. snake it through all the bad neighborhoods. From a company that's never built a pipeline, really? Yeah, oh, and they're man. going to these places in Bismarck, like the rural areas in northeast Bismarck. I want to say maybe it's northwest. Uh, no, it's northeast, and they're going to these places in northeast Bismarck, and pretty much telling them, "Oh, it's so safe. I'd put it in my front yard." Blah 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 blah. Hmm. Like, no, if it if it uh, has it, a leak or blows up, yeah, but like it probably is safe. And the chances of it going wrong are pretty slim. Yeah. But buried four feet under the ground is all. That's it? Four, four feet? feet? Yeah. Yeah. The whole, the big whole thing now is carbon capture. And like the, these places are storing and finding a way to get rid of all the CO2 emissions and move them somewhere. We need CO2, man. The plants do. Yeah. Without the plants. But these people are saying that we're pumping way too much into the atmosphere. And it's destroying the yeah. ozone layer. I feel like Nathan was looking at me like he had something on CO2. Did you, Nathan? Well, I mean, CO2 isn't ozone depleting. Oh, God, I don't know what that means. It, means it, it, it doesn't have ozone. a GDP. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. Good poll. Thank you for rephrasing that because <laughs> before then, <laughs> I was lost. Was like Target yeah. right now runs off of CO2. Target? All the refrigeration. And that's so do my airsoft guns. Is that good? My mom never let I me mean, get it's airsoft. Not good for like actually doing it. It's like uses way more energy than is needed, but it's people like it because it's safe. Because you can just dump it out in the air. And I just heard it could kill us if it blew up. Yeah. I mean it can. can. That doesn't There was like one it. in Mississippi that uh was a twelve inch pipe at twelve hundred PSI and it uh I don't know if it's a leak or an explosion or something in the plume, which is like the area it covers, yep. was twenty six miles in like four minutes. That's yeah. a lot. And in it'll stop minutes. all your cars from working and you breathe in that 
too much CO2, it's not good for you, man. They'll, they'll figure out a way to make it all right. I think we need more nuclear power. That's just me. Nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> but yeah, not a political podcast. We could get back into the 1920s, but yeah. Um, flappers. So young women challenging traditional norms with uh, fashion choices and behavior. They wore the big, uh, they're like the big tutus, right? Mm. I'm picturing it. I'm not. No, not like the tutus, but they were like long dresses. Like skirts. I, like thought, they were, I thought they were pushing more skirts. Yeah. Because they were traditionally, they were, they were trying, they were moving away from traditional clothing. Becoming yeah. a little bit less modest. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what a tutu is, right? Just a little thing. Yeah. Skirt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But you said like long dress. I think it was longer than a tutu is what I meant. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I hope There's not a lot to tutus. <laughs> tutu and nothing under it. Yeah, <laughs> the nude too. Um, yeah, so flappers—that was a big thing. Uh, they would participate in jazz clubs and open courtship practices. Flappers spark a moral panic among traditionalists. You say open courtship? Are these like swingers you're talking about? My, when I was doing the notes before this, uh, Shane was like, "Were the flappers like strippers?" And I'm like, I think they were just dancers. And she's like, ah, pretty much the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Uh, if they're dancing on certain objects, uh, then they're definitely become strippers. Yeah. But I'd imagine like if you had to pigeonhole one group of people in the 1920s to be the strippers, probably, probably point at the flappers. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine like walking yeah, so into Applebee's and they're that, just. That's pretty. That's pretty modest. Yeah, compared to today's not, standards, that's not bad. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't see any of their female parts. So, yeah. what do you got, Nathan? Oh, you just had your finger on the mute button. So oh, I was just gonna say, you guys were like flappers would be like the rebellious people, but like this is a fence right here. A what? It's, it's a, a bunch f- of wood planks. Oh, <laughs> I was like, come hey, on, man. Sure um, Timestamp that. We'll throw it on the screen. Um, but yeah, flappers. I assume they were getting a little down and dirty. For then standards, oh, for sure, and they yeah. were whores. They <laughs> <laughs> should have been stoned. Yeah. yeah. Well, after World War One, man, everyone was excited. Just to get after it. Of course. Yeah. You just spent four years in a trench next to some dude. You get back and you see a chick, and you about yeah. lose it. And then you right go let there. some Start dude spend feral. time in your trench. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think the amount of kids produced in the 1930s was a lot? Yes. Well, that was like well, the not. Great I depression. suppose it wouldn't be ten years, but like. After the 1920s, the people I would really say you're, you're just you're saying that people got progressively horny. <laughs> yeah, in the 1920s, for sure. There's also we just got out of the war, so they're celebrating the war. Yeah, I can't imagine all those military people coming back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leave it at that, uh, Liam. Yeah. <laughs> hey. He needs. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, entertainment and leisure. I'll <laughs> move on from flappers. Uh, this was the rise of jazz music with icons like Louis Armstrong. Is it Louis or Louis? Louis. Louis. Yeah. The trumpeteer. That Is that guy. what he was? Yeah. Yeah, that guy had it figured out. Yeah. He he could hammer he could that sing. trumpet, dude. Yeah. yeah. He could hit the high C all night long. It, he's saying yeah. it's a wonderful world. Yeah. Yeah. That song? Oh, yeah. It'll make you feel good. That's a great song. Yeah. He, yeah. He's used friends with a uh, tiny boobs quick shorterly. Yeah. And Marcus the worm Hicks. Yeah. I hate you guys. Those are my favorite jazz, jazz mm-hmm. legends. You could say, um, this is the golden age of cinema in the transition from silent films to talkies. 
Hmm. I should have researched talkies. Nathan, let's figure out what a talkie is. I assume that's just a movie where they talk in it. Yeah, you can hear stuff. They mm-hmm. just call Charlie it. Chaplin had his big fall off. That's what they called it, huh? Talkies? I guess. When you're so used to silent films and there's just words on the screen. Yeah. Now they're trying to the, figure out what to call them. Yeah. They're talking. What yeah. do we call them? Talkies. Talkies. Yeah. Go down, where, to the, go down to the talkies. Yeah, yeah. That's where those Chinese chips came from. The, those are Hispanic. Are they? Talkies? They gotta be. T-A-K-I? Yeah. The spicy ass things? Gotta those be have Hispanic. To be, you think have so? to be Hispanic. I thought they were Japanese. Look that up too. So they're just films incorporating synchronized audible audible dialogue rather than readable text plates. Okay, yeah. Mm. So it's literally just... A is movie that what silent films or Charlie, Charlie Chaplin would just throw a bunch of end cards on screen? Now I'm going to go into the, the bookstore. Yeah, like yeah. he... Yep. He'd act it out and then it was just text box. And it would just tell you what's happening. Yeah. Or tell it, you what like they quotes. Charlie was running words. from Eric. Oh, it just had quotes? Yeah, like like it'd, yeah it'd be, be like, like what talking. Yeah, what they like, were saying in the scene. He'd, he'd mouth the words, and then the thing popped up, and it would say, "Oh gosh, darn, <laughs> darn, darn, have it." That would suck. I don't think I would have been a movie guy back then. You no. might have been if you'd never seen an actual movie, and that was all you had. Yeah, talkies would have changed the game, man. Yeah, can't believe those are Hispanic, though. I always thought. Pull that were. up. They have to be, dude. Where did talkies originate? Talkie, T A K I. I think it's how it's spelled. I remember uh, when I was in high school, one of, uh, I can't remember who it was, but they brought in a bag of Takis. And actually, I don't even know if it's high school. I want to say it was Jared Pfeiffer. Do you know Jared Pfeiffer? I remember him. And I think he had a bag of Takis. He's like, you got to try these. And I had them. And young me, not liking spicy stuff. I was like, this is horrible. I think it I need sucks. to call my mother. Yeah. She's Never on the way. Again? This is good. Uh, yeah. No, I've had them since then. Um, my dad's a fan of them. But I want to say maybe they're Korean. It's a Mexican brand invented Mexican in 1999. Yep. Chalk one up. Wasn't job, too buddy. far off. Is it Korean? Yeah. It's one in <laughs> the same, man. Talkie's popularity of new dances, such as the Charleston and the Lindy Hop. Remember the Charleston? Yeah. I think that's a, yeah. Swing the arms left front. That's what I imagine flappers are doing. You know? Maybe the music, I always think the music, and then it's like, hello, my lady. That's hello, the Carlton. Bye, 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 bye. Yeah. That's You're the, talking uh, about the Carlton, the Carlton from yeah. Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Charleston is like when you yeah. move Close with enough. your feet. Yeah. Charleston is like right like this. Yeah. Oh, no. I think it's heel out, heel in, knee up, down. Yeah. I can't move my body in dance motions. Dude, I actually got it. Ready? Watch this. You sure that's it? I 100%. Get up a video of the Charleston. Liam can dance a little bit. I wonder if that's what he's the got a little bit from. of urban vibe to him. No, urban vibe. <laughs> what he's got some urban step. He can bounce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, that is actually, uh, that is one of my greatest compliments is I was dancing at a wedding one time and uh, one of <laughs> my friends, African-American friends turned to her and said, talking to me and said, he's actually, he's got some rhythm. He's got some rhythm. I said, he's got some rhyme. I'm in. Yeah. You're officially Good one of them. Wow, right? man. Yeah. That was a, that was a big step so in my life. Did you pass after that? No. That's a lot of air in your tires. Yeah. That was on like, if we're calling it like a 12 step process, we're probably sitting at about like three or four there. Okay. So what do you got to do now? Uh, probably learn how to cut hair better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know who Vic Blends is? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Like Charleston that. right there. I was close. I was on the, if we're in a 12 step process, I'm probably on. Three or four on the Charleston step. Yeah. You got it right. They're moving their legs. Oh, whoa. What's going on there? I don't know. 
You know what it reminds okay, me of? All right. I'm, I like it reminds one. me of the Scooby-Doo movie when they're in the um, the disco place. And, and they're, they're like, doing the electric slide. And then Scooby's wig falls off, his afro. Yeah. You remember that or no? Yeah. And then they catch him. It's like, oh, my God, you're a dog. And they didn't realize he had a dog face and dog hands and dog arms. Oh, yeah. I love those movies. Are you talking about the live action one? Yeah. The second one, you got to be talking about then. Uh, I don't know. The first one. I don't know what it's called. Um, I just know that they, it's one with the ghosts, the pterodactyl at the beginning. Yeah, that's the second one. Yeah. That one is my favorite. Those movies kicked ass, man. I used to have a Scooby-Doo pillow about yay big. It was red. Loved it. Slept with it every night. And then as you should, being an adult, you retire things like that. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Pillows, blankets, <laughs> all Scooby race car beds. Yeah. At all some Garfield. Point. I got rid of all my Garfield stuff. Gotta go. Yeah. But yeah, if you're like getting older. Yeah, probably. I think do it more. You think? Yeah. I think go it. back. Yeah. Go back. You, should you are who you are. I man. think you should hang on to your stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm still in my uh, Lightning McQueen bed upstairs, my bed frame. Yeah. Yeah. And then you give it to your kid. Yeah, I'm like, I grew up in this. Yeah, once you finally have a kid, then you can get rid of all your old kid stuff. Hanging on to this for 25 years, but here you go, Earl, or whatever I named my kid. Um, All right, the economic boom in the stock market. You guys uh, know what happened with the stock market in the 1920s? Bad, bad stuff. Yeah, bad stuff happened. Plummeted just a little bit. Um, Economic prosperity, the surge in consumer demand fuels growth in industries like automotive and household appliances. I wonder what kind of cars were they were rocking back then, 1920s. Well, it was just after the Model T. That's what I was going to say. After we did the whole Einstein Picasso thing, I have no correlation to when things happened anymore. Like my you time frames are all of... You could have told me the Model T was in 1812, and I would have said, it's probably cool. along with the war. Like, those are sick. Look at them. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty... Those, those are, are big nice. bodies right there. Like Those it. are some gangster cars. If you were to think if a gangster was driving, if Al a car, Capone yeah. had a car, it'd be yeah, yeah, one of those PT Cruiser of then. No, that's like PT Rolls Cruiser. Royce of yeah. then. What? Yeah, PT Cruiser are fly, man. Are they? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Whatever you say, man. Yeah. Whatever yeah. tickles your fancy. I would have liked to be. I would. Would you guys want to get a classic car? For like sure. That sure. Why not? Because I think a lot of people are like, I'll get a 1970, you know, Mustang, whatever it is. You want, you're want, talking about older. I want, give me something old. Give me a 1920s, whatever that is. I want one of the you first You want like a gen. 48 Pontiac. No, older. 48. 48? I don't ever want to own a Pontiac, first of all. Dude, the old Pontiacs, like the early, early ones. Unless like it's a Grand then. Am. <laughs> That's a car, isn't it? Yeah, Barely. a little tiny like sliver you just rip around on the road. Yeah. Barely. But yeah, I know what you're saying, man. Those, they did things. Wake, you know, they just don't do them like they used to anymore. No. Nope. No racing stripes. Little, yeah. A little bit of class. See, what year is that, Nathan? That's the first Firebird. That's tough. I don't know what that means. That is a the Firebird car. is so a model like, of Pontiac car. Okay. I'm guessing like. So 60s, Pontiac got 70s. shittier. They started yeah. making weird shit. They went way down. It was like in they 2000 when everyone's like, oh, we should make everything as aerodynamic as possible. Yeah. Or like we can't have any lines. Yeah. That's when it got ugly. Just driving dildos. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah. Do they, can you still buy a vehicle from the 1920s? Oh, for sure. Or do you think they're really hard to find? They're probably really hard to find in good condition. And when they are in good condition, then you better be loaded. 
So do yeah. you think if I wanted to get one in 10 years that I'd have to have a lot of money? Yes. yes. Just one that's drivable? Yes. Yeah. How and much you, is And you lot? probably, you wouldn't even drive it. Over 100K? I would, I would drive it. For I, fuck yeah. Where would I, I put know. it? In your garage? Underneath the tarp? So it stays in Nathan, perfect can you find condition. A price? So there's like where no one can see it for its whole life. Pop yeah. up is like a 1925 Ford pickup and a 1926 Ford Model T. Uh, the pickup is fifteen thousand right now, and like the 26 Model T is twenty one thousand. Yeah. Okay. So you got so photos you can of see them? like little photos of them. Okay. Well, the Model T. Oh, those look those look shitty. I want the first ones you showed. Those look too uh, old. A first generation Firebird. Oh, oh man, you'd be paying so much money for that, dude. Those are too old. That's like Wilkes Booth's truck, I think. <laughs> you so you are talking about like a, a forty eight. That's what cars look like in the nineteen twenties. So yeah, you're talking like a here's 40s. a nineteen. Nope, here's a nineteen twenty five. What the heck is it? It's a Nash Advanced Six Roadster. And they see, want, I want something like a Roadster. That sounds. They like want seventeen thousand for this right now. They can have seventeen thousand. See that I would want. That's cool. What wow. what year is that? They want se- that's it. They want it for that. I buy one I, of those. Uh, yeah, let's chip in all three of us. Yeah, <laughs> why not, dude? And blue. I like blue. I like As that owner color. of a not that old car, it, every time you hop into it, it's just problems. Is it problems and then rust and then paint and then more the upkeep rust. is where that you spend a lot of money. What? How do things rust? They just get old. Oxidization. So yeah. too much air. Too much water and salt oxidate it and i don't know if it just happens what if you don't put oxidizing there you go what if you keep it away from the ocean um happens here yeah about as much as people in the ocean so do you know where like in the ocean wherever (laughs) the ocean communities (laughs) their cars are fucked yeah wherever there's oxygen on earth yeah things will rust that sucks (laughs) so we'll just put it in a chamber so that's why my van's got rust on it. It's just too much air. Yeah, you got to stop putting so much air in it. On it. Yeah. <laughs> get the air off of the outside of it. Yeah. Every time you every time you get home, like when you should, you should be wiping the air off your car <laughs> to really try to maintain it. <laughs> that's a long drive. There's so much air on this thing. I was told by a guy he had a 2006 Ford 6.0, and I mean he ran the thing 24/7, drove it every day, and it's so weird because like it was a decently clean pickup, rust free, and then like the day he stopped driving it. And like this goes with like a lot of cars too I've seen is as soon as you stop driving them and like they don't get washed every once in a while or even like water kicked up on them or rocks or something like it just starts rusting immediately. Really? So that's why you don't want to keep it under a tarp in your garage. What if you put it in like air free tarp? Because I'm thinking if if I was rich enough, I would put it on a platform that's like above it come out of the floor and it'd be on a platform in a glass dome and inside that dome, no air. You'd vacuum chamber it. Yeah. yeah. Then it, it kind of like you do it for steak. Like a dry age. Yeah, I'd almost, uh, I'd, rack it, I'd wrap it in saran wrap like they do expensive shoes. Yeah. You know, you seen those? If you go buy no. a nice pair of Jordans or something, they just shrink wrap them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen that. And and so probably, they don't rust. You'll have what? a problem with like all like the hoses and everything for the engine will probably rot out. That's why. With no moisture. So now I need to have a full time no. mechanic on stuff. There's going to there's gonna be moisture in there. There's just no air. I if wonder you wipe it off, if good. you vacuum chambered it though, like all your hoses would explode. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, because there's no, all the pressure is out now from the hoses and all the stuff in them, and there's no pressure pushing pushing back on them. Who are you yeah, talking but, to right now? Yeah, but you're not. Who are you talking to right now? You're not. I'm a. Ref- you're not doing the hoses. You're just doing the car. I deal with vacuums every <laughs> single day. But here's the thing: shop and yeah, in a vacuum, it would. Your hoses would I explode. Or <laughs> it would shark big vacuum. Oh yeah, yeah, it would actually. 
There, yeah, yeah, there'd because there'd be no pressure on them. Like your coolant is inside of the system, and yeah, if you put a vacuum on the outside, it's going to suck all those out. Yeah, I don't care, but I Are would like sure? to know how you can make in it not a deep rust. enough vacuum. You can put something in a light vacuum, but then also, what if you? What about a dark vacuum? But it'd be just. Do you have any qualifications for what you're talking about? I, I'm EPA what certified. is a vacuum? Show me. Show EPA, me your vacuum license. Like Environmental Protection Agency. Yeah. What so are my, you saving? Are you asking for his credentials? <laughs> vacuum license right now. Yeah. Pull out your vacuum license. That's what we carry yeah. so we can. I am trained to use Freon. That's way different than vacuums. And what in order are, to put Freon into a system, you have to have a vacuum of, of at least 500 microns. Because in 500 microns, that's when all of your there's no moisture in the system. If you just if, if our audience hasn't clicked off by now, I don't think we can ever get them off this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll put a pin in this conversation, but I'm going to leave it at we'll see. <laughs> I'm just I didn't realize that. Yeah, I thought rust was always something a bad owner. Yeah. Because you don't wash it enough. Or put the air, wipe it off. Yeah. <laughs> wipe the air off your car when you park it. Yeah. I haven't wiped my air off this week yet. No, you should get on that before the week starts again. Because yeah. it's usually... Eight, before eight. the week starts again. <laughs> before the next week comes up quick. Yeah. Because the air is staring at your vehicle going... It's this, guy, this guy waits another seven hours. Yeah. We're on that thing. It's like a leech, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Because um, once, yeah, once you don't wipe it off and another layer of air hits it, you can't get the original layer off. Yeah. It's kind of just there. It compounds very fast. Yeah. It's like when you paint the same wall over and over and over again. Yep. Good luck getting that first, you know. Yep. Good luck. Um, all right. Uh, stock market. How did the, all that start from the stock market? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. The surge in consumer demand fuels growth in industries like automotive and household appliances. Uh, introduction of consumer credit expands purchasing power. So I wonder if that was the uh, like credit cards started in 1920s. No way. What would the world be like with no credit cards? Same. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be the same. It's just fake money. I think the U.S. is like 17 million dollars or 17 trillion dollars in credit card debt or something like that. The total cancel, cancel their card. We're in a lot of debt. I don't know who to though. Everybody exactly. else. What? I want to go off on a tangent here. I was thinking yesterday, tell me what the 33 trillion, 33 trillion credit card debt. That's awesome. Or not credit card debt. Just I, total. I talk about like in total debt. I'm talking credit card debt. Like the U S people. Like credit cards, U S people. Yes. All, if you took all the credit card debt from all the U S people, what that total number, credit card debt of United States population. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about this the other day cause I was listening to something. They said that eventually the sun's going to explode. Right. And it's going to suck up the earth. Everything's going to be gone. What, Imagine you're alive and that happens. What what's after that? There nothing. Well, well, I mean, we'll find out, but No, we won't. We'll be gone. Yeah, every yeah, but every what if there's something after. <clears throat> every living being on earth by the time the sun gets that big will have been dead way before that. You think we'll die before the sun blows up? Well, 100%. yeah, because the sun is going to get so big, it's going to expand that like it's just going to get way too hot. So before it actually reaches the earth, like people and living things will die. Oh, it'll burn us. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a good answer. Thank know, you. One trillion. One trillion. Okay. No, that's not too bad. Yeah. We're fine. We got 13 more years of this. We're fine. Um, spend away, people. Um, all right. Cool. Thanks, bro. Because I was kind of wondering that yesterday. Because I'm thinking, like, if there are no people, what is anything? You know? 
if nobody's around to observe exactly. it. It's like when the tree falls in the forest and nobody's around. It doesn't make a noise. Yeah. It sounds like you've put yourself on a bit of an existential crisis. Huge one. It was a long drive. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was and driving back and I was like, this sucks. You're man. getting like really like philosophical it. with yourself. Because it's like, what happens, you know? Exactly. You, you don't that's know. For, that's for you to decide. Like, do do people like, appear again at some point? Maybe. Uh, maybe we, we went to Mars by then. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Elon saved us all. But even if it's eating the earth, why wouldn't it eat Mars? It could. Maybe. Depends how big it gets. If the sun blows up. Because eventually it'll blow up. It's a star. It'll blow yep. up after it swallows the earth. Yeah, but then after it blows up, what's what's anything? Um, we got to get out of the solar system, man. That's our Find so the, our long term goal is get out of here in like Maybe. six billion years, man. <laughs> I think it's like four actually, <laughs> but dude, think about four billion years. Like, why are we trying to go to Mars now? Precautionary, just to see if we can. Yeah, yeah I guess we're trying to push the boundaries. Of see what we can do. I I hear you. We we still got uh, two to three billion years left before, before the sun blows yeah. up. So we we got some time. before the Vikings win a championship. Probably. <laughs> um, uh-huh. All right. So let's talk about the stock market. Uh, stock market crash. Nineteen twenty nine becomes a popular investment. Um, that's why it crashed. Everyone was just like, "Let's do it," and then it crashed. Uh, Black Tuesday. You know what that is? The day. The day the market, the crashed. market crashed. The day. Black Tuesday's the aftermath. Can sick die. You know what day that is? The day the music died? Yeah. It's when Buddy Holly and them crashed in the plane. Yeah. Do you know what the actual day is? April something. I want to say it's January 4th or February. I think it's winterish time, maybe. I bet it's February 3rd. That's my final what's, guess. What's the day of the music? It's Buddy Holly and um, Lionel not Richie, James Dean. Beyonce. Beyonce. When and who? What's your final guess? I'm going February 3rd. I'm, I'm saying April 8th. I'm going to say February 6th. Okay. On the dot, Easton. February 3rd? Uh, nice, dude. 1959. Yeah. I didn't know the year, but. Nice, man. Cool. Yeah, that was actually, I don't know how I got that. <laughs> Good for you, dude. Yeah, I thought it was January or February. You had a 1 and 365 chance. So. Yeah, I did. Like those odds. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good song. Good little tune. Uh, Black Tuesday's aftermath contributes to the onset of the Great Depression. So the Great Depression was 1930s. Yeah, that's when people were getting. Things were not good. Yeah. Stabbed. (laughs) They were getting just shivved. Oh, really? They were just stabbing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, People were just stabbing. Yeah, everyone was depressed. They're like, we're going to start stabbing people. Stab decades. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I was unaware. That's when, that's when like knife making started getting like really popular. Like, oh, blacksmiths came in the 1930s. Yeah, Yeah, Black Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't realize it came from that. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense now that you think about it, you know? Sometimes you just don't think about things, so it's like, the only reason I don't know that is because I haven't thought about it yet. Yeah. But you think about, you know, at one point, did we start really getting good at making knives? Well, we were stabbing people. Yeah. We had to do... You had we to were stab better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were depressed. We were depressed. We yeah. had to figure it out because if we can't make knives, we can't stab people, and it's never-ending circle. Yeah. You know what they say. No uh, knives, no stabbing, sad. No knives, no stabbing, sad. Yeah. Yeah. People that are getting stabbed, also sad. Can't be enjoyable. Stabbers happy, so it evens out, right? Yeah. Net net. But the yeah, the overall that or the average of happiness is staying the same. You got a bunch yeah. of people Mediocrity. that are way happy. Mediocrity is the key to happiness. Is that what you're trying to get to, bro? 
No, mm. I was stabbing. Stabbing is the key. <laughs> I still like stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think stabbing is what makes people happy. Yeah. Okay. Did you see that guy that uh, the guy that killed George Floyd got stabbed twenty times in prison? Yep. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. By a blacksmith. So yeah, see that guy. Happy. Smith. <laughs> that guy's happy. He stabbed him twenty times. Yeah. He didn't just get him once or twice. That's, that's, he did enough for probably the most of us. All right, guys. In our lifetime. I have a question because uh, you got something, Nathan, before I go into this? Um, I mean, like I did research the peak of ha- happiness, yeah. and it, it was the 1920s. Really? Yep. That's most stabs per capita. Well, no. <laughs> not the most stabs. Most like, pre-stabs. Like, like, they were thinking about stabbing. God, happiness next like, year, we're going to go nuts. I can't wait until the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> the government gave us the reins to stab away. Um, yeah, I believe it. 1920s, post-war, post-war World War champions. We were making babies again. Yep, people were coming home endlessly. They were yeah illegally selling booze. Yep, yep. Um, okay, so here's my question, and Shane is gonna hate this, but uh, here's the scenario. It's on my Instagram story. I think I know how you voted, but let's say the the conversation came about because she said, um, "Do you?" or she said, "I wish you knew how to hunt." And I said, "Oh yeah, why?" She's like, "I oh, just you, you know I want." I can't pick up the deer. So I'm like, it sounds like you just want me to be able to pick up the deer. You don't want me to actually hunt. She's like, yeah, kind of. That's more so it. Um, so then I said, what would you do if you were there by yourself and you, you know, you hit the deer maybe in the ass, you don't kill it. And then you only had one arrow and now you have to kill the deer. And she's like, well, I'd take the arrow out and then I'd stab it again. I'm like, well, you can't because the arrow went so far into the deer's ass that it's sticking out the other side and the force tipped it over. And when it fell, the arrow got stuck in the ground and you can't get it out. So now it's pinned to the ground. And all you have is your bow to hit it over the head. And I was like, do you think you could kill the deer with the bow? She's like, no, no way. Couldn't kill the deer with the bow. Like just like by beating it. So then I'm like, oh my God, this is incredibly like, how do you not think you can do that? So I put it on my Instagram story. Yeah. And then she's like, well, you could kill anything. By hitting it over the head a bunch of times. If you keep hitting it over and over and over, eventually you're going to kill it, right? Yeah. So then we limited it to 20. You get 20 hits. You have a Trojan longbow because she's like, oh, I'd use just, we go bow hunting. And I'm like, yeah, but you'd have to use like a, a Trojan longbow like they used to. Do you think you could kill the deer by hitting it in the head in less than 20 hits? Yes. With a Trojan Absolutely. longbow? Yeah. See, that's what I said too. Do you know who Mark McGuire is? Yep. He wouldn't have shit on me if I had that longbow in my hand. <laughs> so you'd be the Mark McGuire of deer bashing. Mark McGuire has had the single season home run record until Barry Bonds came along. Yeah. That's what but, I thought. So we'd like to know your guys' thoughts on that because the Instagram poll. I think I'd just go for the choke out. But yeah. It's yeah, not the poll though. The poll, yeah. 100% I will kill a deer in less yeah. than 20 bashes to the head. But it's, here's the thing. I could do her it. Her whole family said no way. Really? Yeah. And I think if you I think if you cracked it right between the eyes enough times. Yeah. 19. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. And then but her argument was what if the bow breaks? Well, okay. Even better. No. Well, I feel like it would help. Let's, let's do for the sake of it doesn't because we're going for a number value here. But the Trojan longbow back in the day, these so do you know what, you know what the draw weight is? So yes. like when you pull like a back, ten pound bow is that's ridiculous. how much. No, it's no. not. Ten pound bow is so simple. Or maybe that's, not ten. I saw some guy drawing back a 
bow and he couldn't even like, pull it back. Like he's been training to that pull was back. Probably 80 at like 90 pounds. I was going to say I bet 80 it was to 90 pounds. is so, like 10. So on my bow, I think it's set to like 70 something. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty average. Yeah. That's not, it's not too much. It's not too little. It's you're in the sweet spot. And what were the Trojan bows? Trojan bows were those. So they were wood. They were recurve. So that's different than like. And Shana's argument was that they're flimsy. Not the Trojan bows. No, yeah. these these were made to draw arrows back. And so the draw weight of the bow was like over 100 pounds. Yeah. Nathan, fact check this real quick. I know I'm right, but pull it up anyway. What does what does the draw weight of the bow have to do with hitting it against so if the sturdiness you, if, of bending it? Yeah. If you had a 10-pound okay, yeah. bow, it's probably sturdiness. a twig. But Which, if a Trojan bow that can withstand being pulled back and shot with an over 100-pound draw weight... It can it's probably like a small it. tree. I, I think this it's is no a, doubt that it can be like it's not the strength of the bow. I think like I'm trying to find the weight of the bow because of the actual it, wooden. Part. I have seen some deer do some really fucking stupid shit, and you guys too. But it's pinned to the ground. And they're still fine. The yeah, it's on the ground. Yep, but it's still its head is just as hard as when it you're hitting it with a car at 70 miles an hour and just walks off. Like no, like so. My hard. argument was. I think I could do it if the deer was not wounded and I had him handcuffed to my bed. <laughs> what? Like, I don't even think I need to wound him. I th- I still think I could hit the deer 20 times in the head, even if he was just pinned there. He was fine, but we pinned him. I think I could. If Broden had him pinned, I like could a probably wrestling pin. do it with a wooden spoon in less than 20. No. I mean, do, no. okay, obviously. But right. w- imagine you have a bow, a fork, maybe. <laughs> wooden 20. Fork. 20 hits to your head. 20 of your hardest hits. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're trying to kill this thing. Yeah. That's, that was my 20 argument. of them. But, and then it's overwhelming you. Like a lot of the poll on Instagram was a lot of the dudes were saying, of course the chicks definitely not, which is, yeah. Chicks aren't swinging that thing very hard though. I'm swinging yeah. that thing. Oh, trust me. I, am, I said Mark McGuire wouldn't have shit on me. Yeah. Even like, like during the roids. <laughs> during the roids. <laughs> Yeah. So, so put, we in want, your, put in your vote. Leave a comment. Yeah. So we want your vote. Also, we didn't get any uh, comments for the board. More no questions for the board. For the board. Um, I know you guys are timid to give us your <laughs> That's advice. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. You can remain anonymous. Yeah, we will do anonymous. But anything you got going on in your life, ask the board. They can uh, for sure we'll give, give you, you good advice. Um, uh, all right. Let's talk about prohibition. We'll give you advice. Let's leave it at that. We will give you advice. <laughs> yeah. Take the advice with a grain of salt. Uh, prohibition. Prohibition was always one of my favorite things to talk about. I would just love the idea of it not being legal. Bootlegging? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, so Prohibition was the 18th Amendment that outlaws alcohol. My buddy uh, actually started a game, and the game is that you can... What is it? Somebody you can throw... Oh, yes. So you can throw anything at your friend, and if they don't catch it, they lose a point, or you gain a point, or whatever it is. And they've been creating rules like amendments. So I was curious, like, what their prohibition was going to be. You know, what's the rule that they implement and then they have to take off later? But I do think we should implement that game. We can toss anything at each other. And then if you drop it, you lose a point. You have to catch it. Yeah. It's pretty much catch this shit. We can call it. And then what are the repercussions? Nah, you lost me on that part. They have amendments? They have rules? You add rules to the game. Like, one rule they added was you can't throw something at someone when they're holding a cup of liquid. Fair. Yeah. And I'm like, that could be something that you amend. That could be your prohibition. That's what I told him. Because how fun would it be if Broden's holding a his gallon cup of, jug of yeah. sweet tea out there? Yeah. And we just throw toss, a chair at him. Toss him. Yeah. 
That'd be one of throw the Throw a car door at him. Yeah. 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 The thing you throw has to be less than 10 pounds. Yeah. So I do like that game, but I'm, I was wondering what his prohibition would be because for those of you that don't know, prohibition was, what is it called? Repealed. It was amended. Yeah. It was added and then taken off. Yeah. It wasn't taken off because it's still on there, but it's just like, what is it? 26th, 23rd? You just said it was the 18th amendment. That's what outlawed alcohol. Yeah. So that's what said no alcohol. And, and then, then the, the 20 something said, okay, 18th, eight, 18th is buns. Yeah. Buns. Um, but yeah, I kind of like that, that idea. Uh, so the 18th amendment outlaws alcohol sparking the rise of bootlegging and speakeasies. You guys ever been to a speakeasy? No, I, I really wish. want to. I would love to. Yeah. I've been to one, went to one in Vegas actually last, uh, last month, I guess. Yeah. It's December now. Was it like was it like I envisioned it? Was it just a random door and then you just It is an exit door with a donkey on it. Called Ghost Donkey. It's like it's not really a speaky because a lot of people know about it. Yeah. Um, like it opened at four o'clock and we didn't know it opened at four o'clock, but there was a line of like four people outside before it opened. Hmm. So it gets known that it's there. Yeah. Um, but it is it doesn't have any signage. It's literally like an exit door with the big things you push, those big those, you know, those doors that go in. Yeah. Um and then there's just a donkey on the door, just a blue door. So it's kind of cool. Uh, went in there as small as like the size of probably two of these rooms we're in. Dang. Yeah. It only seated like 20 people, I think. And uh, it's pretty cool. Tequila bar, though. Kind of sucked. Oh. I'm a big tequila fan. You got to go in there and drink like a whiskey on the rocks and smoke a cigarette out of one of those long sticks. Yep. yep. Out of the long sticks. Yeah. You got like an extendo. You got a plug on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to one speakeasy in Minot, I guess. There's one oh. here. It's called Saul's. I don't know if it's still open or not. No way. You know where, you know where uh, it's downtown. Do you know where the, um, what was it called? The last time, the last thing it was called was dad bar or dads. Um, it's in the basement of one of the buildings and it's literally adjacent, like right next to it. You have to go down those white steps and then there's just a door there and you have to have a, you have to know the passcode for the month to get in. Is that, uh, I think I know where you're talking about. Is that next to the jewelry shop? I don't know the road. It's um yeah, I don't know. I'll have to I'll I'll tell you okay. after the show when we I should can do go. some research. I don't we know if it's open anymore. Dressed up. Well it's and it was fancy. You like you go in there and like they serve cocktails, they'll make you those old fashioned cocktails. And yeah. The bartender's wearing a suit. Yeah, let's go in there yeah. and we're gonna be wearing like trench coats and some slacks. We're gonna yeah. call everybody Toots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take another one, Toots. Yeah. The old trench coat mafia. Um, but yeah, speakage is cool. Uh, this leads me into my next. I think let's do the scene for this week. Ooh, <laughs> all right. It's going to be a speakeasy. I think it's, uh, what do I want to do? So I'm going to do, um, let's do uh, Liam's the bartender. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a suit. He's behind the bar. It's a speakeasy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Broden. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a bow tie and suspenders with a, with a white shirt. Yep. And your mustache is like a Raleigh finger. There's stash. enough pomade in your hair to grease up. Pomade. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Broden is the um, person sitting at the bar by himself, and you guys are. I'm really, an off-duty detective. Yes, there you go, off-duty detective, and you guys are. You're talking about how the stock market just crashed. It's Black Wednesday. It's Gray Wednesday, and you're freaking out. You want to go on a stabbing spree, and then you have to talk him out of it as the barman. All right, and. Uh, Restaurant or uh, speakeasy chatter, slow push in, shaking the glass, and go. 
Hey, why don't you let me get a dry martini on the rocks? Shake and stir. <laughs> Always shaking, never stirred. <clears throat> yeah, coming right up, boss. <laughs> yeah, my wife left me after. I've been trying to crack this case for the last 32 years. I gave up on her. She gave back up on me. Now the stock market crash. I got to stab someone. <laughs> yeah, what'd you say? I was shaking this really close to my ear. <laughs> you know, <laughs> why don't you put that down and follow me out back here? Let me, let me talk to you. I'm on the clock right now, boss. I can't be getting out of here. When's your shift end? Ah, about 0900. <laughs> <laughs> Did you serve in the war? Nope. <laughs> Get to the stabbing. Bro's going to stab someone. You got to talk him out of it. Yeah. I got these two kids that are real annoying. <laughs> and I only get them every other weekend. And I'm thinking it's about time. About time for what? I got to get the stabbing out of my system. <laughs> and those kids cost money and the stock market just crashed. And I can't solve this damn mm-hmm. case. Your martini shakes too loud. <laughs> <laughs> I well, just don't know if I could do it no more. Let me tell you something there. Uh, trying to read your trying to read your badge here. Buster Calzone. Uh, <laughs> Buster Calzone. I don't think getting to stabbing nobody is going to be uh, solving your issues. Well, there ain't but nothing you do owe me fourteen ninety five for this martini. Fourteen ninety five. Found the new person. He's gonna stab. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't make that in six months. <laughs> and scene. Uh, and Bron goes on his stabbing spree. Yeah, Bron goes on his stabbing spree. Um. All right, that was good. Let's make him tear up a little bit. Uh, so the temperance movement. <laughs> temperance movement and anti saloon leagues influence prohibition. I think the uh, temperance movement was when they were shutting down all the bars, right? Or no? Something like that. Getting rid of booze in the counties. Yeah. And then Al Capone was rolling through Moonshine, the Moonshine, dude. Yeah, I wonder if that's actually true. It is. And if there's actually tunnels under Ikeetings that go underneath downtown and stuff. There, there is. Are. We there should are. try. Like Downtown? Ikeetings? Downtown? It's across from it's downtown. Nice to the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Close, yeah. There's uh, I've I've talked to someone. Who's I just talking to? That's been in one. Last week we were talking about this. I don't know how it got brought, but um, they're talking about the tunnels because I was wanted to do a documentary on the prohibition, like the tunnels under Minot. I don't know what to call it, but I I was talking to this historian probably four or five months ago from Minot that knew all this stuff, and then he just stopped answering me. So. I was trying he's, to like he's re- dead. Yeah. He's <laughs> he got no he got whacked, got stabbed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I think his name was Cameron. Um, but yeah. yeah, I really wanted to do a documentary on it, like just a short thirty minute documentary on like the prohibition era in Minot. And I don't know any information about it. Yeah, so I remember there's like a lot of crime. Oh yeah. Because they called Minot what? Uh, Little, Chicago. Little Chicago. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was. Uh, Buster Calzone and the uh, <laughs> yeah. hood rats and the hood rats and the and trench coat the, mafia. Yeah, the the black hood gang. Yeah, I it's think G- uh, I think Dylan has a uh, membership card to the tunnels. Yeah, 
<laughs> no, yeah. he he in his shop. He has a a. I went to, to the tunnel shop the other day. You did the white one over by the barley pop? Yeah, yeah. I uh, was filming an interview with Jared Lundin. In there. Well, they have an office space right next to it. Oh, oh trusted yeah. tire, Jared yep. Lundin. Yep. yep. Um. Yeah, it's a good little building. But I saw his selfless car in there, so I was like, "Oh, this is where this is at." Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Is that so? What did Jack- this Jackson Lundin? Is that that kid's name? Yep. Their jet management is there. Like, manages all their businesses and everything, and their office is like right over there. Yeah. So, what were you told about the tunnels? <sighs> They're there. Uh, they got a big metal vault, like a door to get into them. Which I find hard to believe. Like there's just a big metal door you open. I want to try. I want to find them. If you guys have a lead on how to get one of these, we if like if it all comes down to it, we'll grab pickaxes <laughs> and we'll try. Yeah, like we're escaping. Um, Speakeasy's impact on society became cultural. They became cultural hotspots and often included jazz music. Uh, organized crime, led by figures like Al Capone, thrives due to illegal alcohol trade. That was a good time. The old Prohibition era. And then they were finally... That's the one time I'm like, ah, fuck it. We can do it. Let's drink it. Let's do you it. Know? All right. <laughs> it's like they got who's, to the point. They're like, ah, whatever. Who's stopping us? Yeah, it's a dumb rule. I wonder why they repealed it. There's probably just so much crime going on around it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get rid of it. We won. And who's to say? We won. <laughs> a man can't get home from work and have a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Government tried. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. stopping us. Yeah. These people say it's our right to, to ruin our livers. Government people are like, yeah, I tried that whole get home from work, have a beer thing. And it's actually really cool. This is great. Yeah. Hey, this is nice. Yeah. Um, here's, here's what happened. There was so much demand for it. And then the government said, all right, we'll let you do it. And we'll tax you. Yeah. And we'll take 7%. Yep. And you can't serve it without a license. And you got to pay a lot of money to get this license. It is fascinating that local cities and municipalities, there's only so many like uh, liquor license. Is there, you can only have so many or what? Yeah. There's one for sale right now. I saw it on Facebook marketplace for 400 K. What? Yeah. That's just a um, license. So let's just say it's 20. They only give you 20 liquor license in the whole city. So if you were to go open a new bar tomorrow, you could not. Because you don't, well, I mean, you could, but you'd have to find a liquor license. Wow. Buy it from a different bar, or you'd have to somehow do some workarounds. Like, there's some workarounds where, you know, if, if you have a restaurant, let's say you have three restaurants, yeah, and your parent company owns a liquor license, you can do it on all three restaurants. Okay. So it's like, you know, Jim Jobs restaurant, he has a liquor license, but his three restaurants under don't own one. Mm-hmm. So you'd have a workaround there. But yeah, when a bar gets sold or something, like if they were to sell, I think the ice box was one of them when it's now knockback over there. Third street, they were selling their liquor licenses like four or 500 K. Yeah. And especially like if you're going to serve uh, alcohol at a wedding, someone has to have a liquor license there. So either the venue or you have to bring in somebody to get a liquor license. Very interesting stuff. There's a lot going on. I had no idea. Which I didn't know. Cause then you can't have 1500 bars. Yeah. I thought you could just get a liquor license. Yeah. Um, government limits how many I wonder if that's just North Dakota like obviously there's going to be a way different amount for Minneapolis yeah. do they have a liquor license limit I don't think they have a limit on anything you can do almost anything you want in Minneapolis yeah you can shoot a guy cold blooded yeah 
I watched it happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys were there. Yeah. Just yeah. a few, a cl- uh, few streets over. Yeah. 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 And then we went to sneaky Pete's. Yep. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, yeah. Um, was it? <laughs> yeah, a little sketchy yeah. listening to some guy get shot and then seeing the perps literally run down the road, like to the same bar. <laughs> no, like and they ran into Buster Calzone. <laughs> yeah. And he said, gotcha. Uh, yeah. It was sketchy. All right. The great Gatsby. Yeah, I've heard of seen that I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. That's uh, good rendition of the 1920s, the Roaring Twenties. Anything that Leo's in is really good, man. Yeah, really captures the essence of the 1920s with themes of decadence and the American dream. Gatsby's parties symbolize the era's excesses and societal critiques. Excesses, like too much of stuff. Yeah, it was all about pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pleasure from the booze and physical pleasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pleasure from the flappers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Mm. All right. Some lesser known facts. Uh, flagpole sitting craze. That was a big thing. Do you know what flagpole sitting is? It's a song by Harvey Danger. And sliding down it. <laughs> I was trying to sit up there. Did you say Harvey Danger? Yeah. Is that a song? Flagpole sitter by Harvey Danger. Yeah. It's a good right. song. I didn't know that. Um, this is a popular stunt where individuals competed to sit on flagpoles for extended periods. Pretty what? simple. Sit on flagpoles. Why? Why? We had nothing else going on, dude. No war. No chairs. They weren't yeah. stabbing yet. Yeah. yeah. This was pre-stab. Yeah. <laughs> they were stabbing to get in line to the flagpole sitting competition, and then they found out the stabbing's kind of more fun. Yeah. We could start doing this. Yeah. Hmm. Um. All right. Dance marathons. Endurance. Marathons. There were endurance contests where couples dance for hours long, reflecting the decade's love for a spectacle. Crazy. They're just like, we're going to dance longer than you. Hmm. People, I mean, we still do that. I danced for a few hours on Friday. Were you, you competing? Uh, in maybe. His heart, he maybe was. subliminally. <laughs> maybe. In your head, you're like, I'm not getting off till he gets off. Yeah. That guy over there. Yeah. Thinks he's dancing harder than I am. I always hated dancing at weddings when I was younger. Oh, it's the best. Now, now that you introduced a little bit of, you know, confidence of, juice. Yep. Man, can I get groovy? Yep. You start doing dance moves you didn't know you had in your bag. You are, yeah. When you get a couple beers in you, you turn into yeah. the most exotic dancer. Yeah. You, pull, <laughs> you pull out. You are butt naked. Dude. <laughs> you pull out some that. moves that like. Drunk me or sober me is looking at drunk me and like, I didn't know your game was like that, man. I exactly, know you had that in yeah. your bag, you know. Respect. I wasn't familiar with your game. Sorry. I couldn't find how many liquor licenses they hand out in Minot or Minnesota. Okay. Mm. I wonder if it's population based. Maybe. I'm sure they vote on it. We vote on everything. I'm sure we the, do. The mayor could just be like, let's give out 10 more this year. Yeah. Tom. 10. 10 this well, year. Yeah. We're not drunk enough. 10 we more. Need 10 more licenses. <laughs> um, spirit phone. Oh, no. Actually, I skipped one. Bizarre inventions. The in- introduction of odd inventions like the radio hat. You know what that is? Headphones. A portable radio in a hat. Sweet. Genius. Yeah. It is kind of is. Genius. Precursor to the Walkman. Yeah. Is it? Maybe, I guess. Walkman's like a that first was, age iPod. Yeah. They would have had to invent cassettes first. So I'm sure, there was, some, I'm sure there was some more advances to the radio hat first. Yeah, I never had a Maybe Walkman. They, or I wonder if they invented headphones before they invented the Walkman. 
headphones that would that would pick up the radio signal. That makes complete sense. Had to have. Yeah. Because it's like the chicken and the egg. You can't have the Walkman before the headphones. How are you going to listen to what's on the Walkman? Exactly. You know, this would be a great job for our producer, but... Yeah, he's seeing a man about a horse. Yeah, you should give that guy a pay cut. Yeah. You're fired, you're fired, you're fired. He's not in here to hear it. <laughs> oh, there he is. Hey. <laughs> Did you hear any of that? Oh, good. Good. You're employed. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> spirit phone. Uh, the spirit phone was designed for communicating with the dead, showing the era's fascination with the supernatural. Mm. We're still trying to do that. Yeah. They got a, an 18 season show about it, and they've yeah. never. Imagine mm. watching the show, though. One day, something's going to be like, we just. I watched the show, and I watched it happen, you know? Dude, did you see that clip from that show where. They go into this haunted place and there's this like bottle of whiskey there in a glass. And like, the spirits are telling me to pour a drink and drink it. Yeah. And he, he just starts drinking out of this whiskey. He's like, I just have this urge to drink. Yeah. I have this urge to drink. And I'm like, I'm thirsty too. Yeah. How how does that work? You walk in like, I need whiskey right now. God, maybe. Ghost, man. Uh, crossword puzzles. Crossword puzzles became a craze after appearing in newspapers. Leading to the curd crossword puzzle mania. What? I like crosswords. I'm, I didn't know they blew up in the 20s. Yeah. Does Bro like crosswords too? Yeah, I do them every day. Actually, Three a day. Three a day? Mm-hmm. I tried, I've been trying to play a game of Sudoku and a game of chess every day. And chess? Yeah. I like a good game of chess. Yeah. It's fun. It's I stressful. Like it. I'm, dude, uh, Sven. Has it out for me right now, Sven? Bad. Yeah, Sven, like the, the guy the bot. He's oh. he's the uh, yeah. I'm in I'm in the intermediate level right now, and I'm because I only I only go to the next bot unless I three star the last bot. Mm. Like no no hints, no take backs, nothing. Sven, better than you. Yeah, for now. For now, stress is uh, stress. Chess is so stressful. No, it's not. I just feel like uh, thinking ahead. Like I'm not thinking ahead far enough. You know. Well, think ahead farther. <laughs> Thank you. Um, beauty pageants. First Miss America pageant was held in 1921, marking the start of a new American tradition. They've been doing that shit for 100 years. Yep, 102. God, man. You don't, you're not a fan? Pageants? No. Um, maybe like, yeah, no, I'm not actually. Why not? I just think they're kind of dumb. Yeah, don't like, like women. Yeah, like women. <laughs> Look at me, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's your day. Don't but forget about me yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, don't forget it. That kind uh, of thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I ever the beauty part. Whatever. I always liked the like the talents. Yeah. What talents are these average people gonna bring? Like, I will give it like shout out Cindy Cast because she ran that for a while. Because what was her talent? She, know? I think she played the piano and sang. Oh, I think. Yeah, I'd hate to get that wrong. I remember she used to sing like the national anthems at high school sporting yeah. events. Yeah, she could sing all right. She had, yeah, she's really good. Yeah, so that aspect I get, like just like based off beauty alone is like I don't care. Yeah, but I tried I, to learn the piano, self-taught. Yeah, learn Crazy Frog. God, that's, <laughs> that's as far as you got. Yeah, that's about as far as I got. But yeah, after I realized my thumb and pinky had to be so far apart, couldn't do it. 
uh, couldn't hit the keys. You know, it's always it's something I wish I would have taken up as a kid. Yeah. Cool talent to have in the back pocket. It is. One time when I was in Canada, after we won the championship, our goalie, we were at uh, one of our players' parents' house to yeah. party, and uh, there's a piano there, grand piano. None of us knew he played piano, and he's hammered. He just opens it up and just starts ripping. And we're like, yes. what is going on? What? <laughs> yeah. Our coach walks down, and he's like, what's going on here? Going on? <laughs> like, apparently, T snows the piano. T's. Yeah, he just starts ripping the piano. <laughs> just, like, full-blown, like, arms to, like, I was like, this is insane. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. I miss it. I played for, I played for, like, five or six years. Do you think you could pick it up pretty easy? It's like riding a bike. It. It's, it all it's, come it, back to you. It's in there somewhere, but it would be a, it'd be a learning curve for sure. I always used to like to do the uh, the jaws. You go black key, white key, black key, and just in a V pattern. Dun, 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 and I just do it over and over and over at my grandma's house, like something was coming down the hallway. <laughs> Your grandma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get off the damn thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Every time my grandma got off the couch, I just be like, hmm? bum, 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 bum. <laughs> um, yeah, piano. That'd be nice to play. Um. All right. Uh, Mojang craze. Mojang. Really. M a h j o n g. The game of Mojang became wildly popular in the U.S., reflecting a fascination with Chinese culture. That's like dominoes, isn't it? Something like that. Producer, how would you pull up a Mojang yeah. game? Mojang. 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 Mojangles. Do you got more for us? No, that's all I got for it. Right on. Um, yeah, I was gonna say that's all I got for the episode, but then we threw the producer on another assignment. Just a just another a tour. Slap the uh, what? M A H J O N G gang. M A H M A H Mahjong. 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 Looks complicated. I don't. I wouldn't know because you have the laptop. Richard. I'm working on it. Okay, I'm trying to <laughs> bring a big enough picture for y'all. Yeah, Chinese game. It's kind of like dominoes. Chinese finger trap. I always liked the Chinese finger trap. As a kid, I was baffled at how it worked. Yeah, me too. Are you still no, baffled at how it works? It's kind of just looking at your fingers like I was, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking, I think I would know how to get it off, but. Oh, yep. gosh. Yeah, I've seen Oh, I've before. seen that game. Yep. Yeah, that game looks like shit. I would not <laughs> play that. That's a Chinese dominoes, basically what it is. Yeah, none for Kind of. So we, I wonder if dominoes are made after that. We're like, let's do an American one. Let's dumb this down. These people are really smart and yeah. our population is drunk. So yeah, but that's right. Uh, that is episode 71. The roaring twenties. That is a decent episode. Whatever. Over it. Right on. Cool. Uh, I'll see you guys next week for episode 72, 70, 72. Peace out.